This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. अंग्रेज अपना लगान और न्यूज लॉन्ड्री अपना हफ्ता कभी नहीं छोड़ते वेलकम टू द पोस्ट होली एपिसोड ऑफ हफ्ता वी यूजली रिकॉर्ड ऑन थर्सडे टुडे इज फ्राइडे बट बिकॉज दर्ज जस्ट दैट मच ऑफ अ स्लेव ड्राइवर आई कैन बी आई फिगर दैट वी शुड लेट होली बी एंड रिकॉर्ड ऑन फ्राइडे सो दैट इज आई हफ्ता विल प्रॉब्लम अपलोडेड अ डे लेट वेन द पब्लिक पेज द पब्लिक इज सर्वड वेन एडवर्टाइजर्स पे एडवर्टाइजर्स सर्वड प्लीज पे टू कीप न्यूज फ्री सब्सक्राइब टू न्यूज लॉन्ड्री वी हैव अ न्यू कैंपेन गोइंग मैं भी धोबी because as you know news laundry we do sabki dhulai we cleanse the news of any compromises that don't that aren't public interest or at least we try we may be screwing up sometimes and so our campaign is called maybe dhobi so subscribe to news laundry to hashtag maybe dhobi and chokidar will keep us safe and can the dhobi is keep us safe can we put that on our safe. twitter handle as well maybe dhobi yeah you can prove maybe yeah. dhobi we are all, all right. going to be doing that monday onwards just checking yeah we'll be changing our twitter handles to maybe dhobi it'll be a hashtag so today's hafta on the panel we have um madhu and manisha are on leave holy uh, the hard working people are here there is raman kripal hi hi raman hi there's anand vardhan hello maya mirchandani uh, a journalist long time you guys have known she is a senior fellow at the observer research foundation and she's also assistant professor of broadcast journalism and media studies at ashoka university in fact ashoka university has in a very short time got a spectacular reputation man people are like choosing that over going abroad yes. because they think it's the same value but i mean same um, prestige but uh, like one eighth the cost <laughs> so i know a bunch of people who Uh, it's a wonderful it. university and it's a great academic climate i think there's a lot of people with great ideas and the students are encouraged to take us on when they don't agree with us which yeah, is a good we, thing we organized this thing called the uh, speak out it was a debate all india we mm-hmm. iims iits we yeah. you know went all over the country and got and the final six had a two or three ashoka students like it was 50% ashoka university and, and of course the winner was also a ashoka university student they're very well read basically yeah. i realized uh, maya has been a journalist at ndt for th- 25 years she's won the ramnath goenka award for excellence in journalism twice the red ink award as well and the exchange for media broadcast journalism award and she hosts a weekly show called wide angle for the wire welcome maya mirchandani uh, before you. we go on the menu of stuff that we'll be discussing yeah. um caravan did a story on or if sometime back <laughs> <laughs> What is your take of that story? Um since you wear I, many hats you're a professor you're a visiting fellow you are uh, you know a journalist who has a show and for someone who's uh, most most of your at least online life is spent trashing modi how does it feel to be called a modi um, kind of cheerleader image maker image that maker. was the cover yeah. um i was amused i think that was uh, it, it was so outrageous that uh, i could do nothing but laugh um as a story i felt it didn't tell me anything that wasn't in the public domain hmm. at all uh it essentially strung together a lot of different bits of information that are out there um and laced it with a lot of innuendo um okay we we, we shall ask hartosh his view when he's here next <laughs> and anand and hartosh are going at each other although anand doesn't go at anyone he just sits back and says okay say a piece in fact i have a letter talking about that so quickly i'll just go over the stuff that happened this week we won't discuss all of it but some of it narendra modi gets the varanasi seat again and amit shah replaces advani in gandhinagar any idea whether advani stepped back or was he said thanks for coming but no thanks does anyone know or did he say i'm too old let no, me I not think contest. he's 90 plus so so i i i i mean I, common sense would say congress, that but the congress ha the congress is making an issue out of it but i don't see any but issue. you don't think advani no. would be also interested in no, contesting no, at this no, age no. Mm. then yeah. the 
Goa yeah. Chief Minister yeah. Manohar Parikar uh, passed away at a very young age, at 63. And you know what was spectacular for me was how quickly you know he had a um, he had a really nice guy kind of vibe, and there was something very upbeat and you know unlike when you, I'm not a huge BJP fan, but they're very dar sadawa people in BJP generally. He was like, pleasant. He was and pleasant. I think he, he was nice, full of life, laid and, back. He had and that how sort of go and sensibility, I suppose. Yeah, that fun thing. Yeah. And suddenly, when you see his physically. I mean, cancer just eats you up like that, man. Oh, it's a bloody sick disease, yeah. And I think it was actually to me. My grandfather died of pancreatic cancer. That's the same one. That That's the same died. one. Many yeah. years ago, and it, it's an extremely painful form, an aggressive form of cancer. And I felt, um, just as a citizen, not as a journalist or you know, with any sort of ideological or uh, political inclinations, I just felt that somebody who's that sick should be allowed to. Just spend his time with his family, yeah. spend his time, um, you know, engaging in the way that he really wants to and not be paraded out with tubes in his nose. And yeah, we discussed like that. that on the Hafta, in fact, just after I think it was just back. really, really yeah, sad. I mean, I didn't, um, I thought it was clearly just posturing. I, I didn't see what is the so other, important. The to, other thing, mm. and I won't be popular for saying this, but mm. if I may, um, when um, political leaders die, um, the tendency to eulogize is, of course, of very course. strong. Mm. But I think in that eulogy, sometimes we also miss the critique. And the one piece that I think was significant, and I, I thought it was interesting, uh, it was a piece by Smriti Kopikar in The Quint, mm-hmm. um, where she did uh, an obituary, an obituary piece about Manohar Parikar that talked about his personality and the go and sensibility and the fact that he was uh, polite and well-liked by many people across political industries, spectrum, political yeah. spectrum. But, you know, he came from a particular ideology. Sure. And I, I think the fa- that fact often gets suppressed mm. um, because, you know, you just don't want to talk about unpleasant things when people In uh, fact, pass away. I think, Anand, am I mixing you, uh, you up with having written a piece or just spoken to me about this? But you've written about after death, you know, one tends to... Or did we discuss on the Hafta? Uh, that exactly this point. Did you write a piece on it or did we discuss on the Hafta? Did. Hafta, hafta. Hafta, okay. So, um, yeah, but uh, the few obituaries you've written, I think yours are fairly balanced. Maybe we should have tried that. Anyway, Parikar died and there was this power struggle even before, mm-hmm. um, you know, his, his morning period was over, you know, not even a day after he died, which was unfortunate, but I think inevitable. In fact, the day before he died, there were reports of how they were all lining up outside his house and, yeah. um, you know, who was going to be trying to stake claim and sending letters to the governor and things like that. So Two media-related stories. One is, barely a month after joining Surya Samachar, editor Poonya Prasun Vajpayee and his team are laid off. They've asked to go. Uh, and if those of you who've been following this case of Poonya Prasun would remember he was asked to leave ABP News some time mm-hmm. back and before that he had made some accusations I think against his former employer in India today. Mm-hmm. Um, oh no, he had made any accusations Sorry, he had said it's all good but there was speculation in the market that again he was too hot to handle and the other media related story is um, the Supreme Court stayed the conviction of the Shillong Times editor in the contempt case. We discussed this case last week and I'm so glad the Supreme Court had stayed it. And I think that's an important development. And yeah. I hope they reverse it yeah. because it's, it's ridiculous uh, this kind of stuff and of course all the stuff that Raman Sir was saying on the circumstances under which that judge had filed contempt mm-hmm. is just ridiculous. Uh, judges are not gods. Then Nirav Modi arrest in London to be produced in court shortly. So that is something that is really being tom-tomed. Ki dekho Nirav ko. Uh, then four arrested for harassing journalist Barkhadat online. This has also taken a, another twist and flavor because one of the guys who had actually sent her the uh, photograph is Muslim. Yeah. And 
of course the writer saying dekho it was and apparently he said he got this phone number as a escort as an escort service. service that's right so i mean although i will say even with an escort service why I mean, would you do that yeah like what you said am i fit enough for your services i mean what, what are you trying to show <laughs> the fuck like <laughs> they have a minimum size like when you have to ride a, a ride in the us you have to stand you have to be taller than this to get onto that ride so he's on this i mean whatever but good i and i mean i think all the people who sent her those messages one by one if they get all of them it'll serve a lot of people right then mayawati rejects the congress offer to leave seven lok sabha seats rather hostile and angry uh, rant of hers which was met with priyanka gandhi's calmness no need to be angry our target is to defeat bjp all is well all is well <laughs> so uh, up would be interesting a very good uh, i don't know whether any of you watched it there was a uh, chat about this on ndtv only with pranoy dorab uh shekhar gupta was pelowing gyan in the middle but there was good stuff also between pranoy and dorab um about they showed the vote uh, share the swing yeah uh phulpur gorakhpur uh, you know the three by elections that happened last time what the vote share was what coming together of both the parties how it takes the vote share it just doesn't add the vote share yeah it takes adds that and goes 10% because that addition creates a, a, a uniform swing huh that is called uniform swing Uniform swing is मतलब encephalopathy. Yes. yes, means uh, that gains a momentum and multiplies. हाँ. Yeah. So they showed that. So I mean, even if there's a five percent swing, yeah, the on either of, side. Yeah, on either side, the amount of seats that will be impacted are huge. Yeah, I think everybody is sort of making the observation that the the alliance uh, has created an energy. Mm-hmm. uh on on the ground uh but as you say i mean i think i think up will be interesting i think uh, priyanka gandhi there is a, a lot of it is great optics for the congress i don't know if those optics will actually translate into votes on the ground mm-hmm. um but i think she's creating enough of an optical sensation mm-hmm. uh to make uh, many in the bjp a little nervous because even if i mean what i've been noticing with tv channels even if they're sort of attacking the congress and attacking the dynasty and attacking what priyanka gandhi may be saying for her naivete or her sort of um, political innocence uh, whatever the fact is the pictures are still of her yeah so i think the image yeah, is sort of a, dominating i think it's uh, a, as a news point it it gets you clicks yeah. and eyeballs as well yeah. then the election commission harassed airports to share details of chartered flights and choppers sir they should share it to us also hum bhi zara report kar le we had done that story on uh, piyush goyal's use of aircraft and yeah. chartered flights it was so difficult to get documents and stuff agar aisa kar de make it transparent to hum sabko pata chal jaye kaun le raha hai kahan ja raha hai kaise ja raha hai kahan se paise aa rahe hain yahan to hum jab jab tak ho sakta hai kisi reporter ko jana hota hai train se chale jaye aur bus se auto se chale jaye can i just say i think the election commission is being very they very specific this time also about what they're asking this is very interesting development ki what choppers what aircraft you're using because it also tells you how the indian politician has evolved it's mm. not just about gaadi and rail gaadi it's mm. like plane and chopper right yes. where are you going with this but the other thing that the election commission has done which is interesting and i think they're kind of trying to come to terms is how they're going to impose the model code of conduct on social media i don't think they have a yeah. they they've come up with some of these sort of rough guidelines but yeah i think that's going to be the real thing to watch in this election we is. discussed that last week mm-hmm. um and we compared it to those the us committee that question mark zuckerberg yeah. it was clear many of those guys don't understand the internet they don't understand so i think it's clearly many of the election commission people also don't understand how this works so mm-hmm. they have expectations which are 
unreal yeah they don't i don't think they understand what is a platform they don't understand the is, algorithm they don't understand platforms don't understand they the, don't understand how is you know the networks are kind and of the numbers and, and, and the yeah, numbers so, yeah in fact you get i mean i've been getting calls also from sort of different people in different tech companies saying hey listen if you come across something please just flag it to us because they're not being able to keep up yeah uh meanwhile um the mns has announced that they won't contest lok sabha polls um okay but i don't <laughs> think they've won even a vidhan sabha seat <laughs> mns didn't win a single seat even the vidhan sabha right not that i can no a couple of them sir i think wo councillor mein jeete the wo mla mein jeete the ha mla nahi ha yes councillor mein aur corporation seats they were corporation municipal government bmc seats yeah they did not stop matlab he was copying what's his name मोदी मिस्टर राज ठाकरे उसकी एक स्पीच दिखी थी मराठीड फ्रॉम हिज अंकल बाल ठाकरे बाल ठाकरे आई मीन ही टूडे यू नो वेन यू सी दैट फिल्म वट एवर वॉट्स marathi you know angst and he had convenient you know people to pick as 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 the victims of his onslaught whether it's tamils or muslims or different people at different time although that film leaves no one have seen thakre i haven't seen it basically in that film punjabis are chutias they right. are they are mean to marathis tamils are chutias they are mean to marathis sindhis muslims are chutias I don't think Sindhis are sides. They they didn't matter in this. They didn't film. matter. Not in this. <laughs> they owned half of the real estate in no, South Bombay. Maybe they did. Basically, yeah. if you see that film, this Rawat has produced it. Other than Marathis, every community in India are dicks. Yeah. Well. Now, mm. to, so to to for that to be your point of, and of course he used to do a lot of this mimicking people and stuff. Bal Thakre. So anyway, MNS is doing this. I guess at least he can provide some entertainment to the tumbleful of people if he can't win a seat. So what? And then uh, Congress is. But that, that's a rallying cry across uh, majoritarian communities and majoritarian mindsets. I mean, if you, um, I don't know if you've read a book that Arjun Appadurai had written in 2006. No, what's uh, it called? It's called The Fear of Small Numbers. and it talks about a persecution complex that you know majorities in so the marathis are a majority in maharashtra uh, so majoritarian play, majoritarianism plays out in different ways so basically it's how you say you have been deprived you have been persecuted but you're doing that in uh, a direct connection with another community so they have got more than we have and you identify who that they are mm. uh, it's a sociological or Uh, sort of sort of phenomenon and you're seeing it play out on a mass international scale today mm. but essentially that's what it is even with the mns you pray on although I, I, mns would wish to be majoritarianism if they can fill a tambu they should be happy that, in today's that is that is a different point <laughs> yeah in today's day and age yeah uh meanwhile coming to the congress uh it seems bjp um tmc will go it alone in in congress will go alone in bengal in bengal it's not working out in delhi mm-hmm. so clearly it's not going to go anywhere so they are clearly one of the most inefficient parties in the world right now they, they can't get I anything i think that's else. that goes without saying yeah um and uh finally i mean i mean i'll i'll discuss that uh, a little later um shashi tharoor has filed a defamation case against ravi shankar prasad and the kerala state bjp chief i don't know whether anyone else is em- employed or not but shashi tharoor's lawyers are getting lot of employment in the last few years because he has filed cases against everyone from 
Arnab to Ravi Shankar Prasad and he's in I think it's three four cases is he and Arnab are going and as it turns out if you watch Hasan Minhaj last night his vocabulary isn't as good as he thinks it is oh to ratai ratai hota na so he says fight a clean campaign if you can Congress MP Shashi Tharoor has filed affidavits and a chief judicial magistrate court against Bharatiya Janata Party leader Ravi Shankar Prasad hmm. and PS Sridharan Pillai from the for the alleged defamatory statements against him and what are those defamatory statements it was about sunanda pushkar uh, again so which even hasan minaj asked him about mm. so hafta's free this time it's not behind the paywall but we've started a new podcast called daily dose it's a short podcast that you for the daily news if you just want to get if you're like head, headline surfer and you don't really get into it like hafta and find it too boring daily dose is a daily podcast which gives you the news for the day and also awful and awesome entertainment rap has its own channel so there won't be just one news laundry podcast channel where all the podcasts will be there for awful and awesome entertainment rap there's a separate channel on all the platforms stitcher soundcloud itunes and 3 weeks from now the podcast will only be available on their own channel so you won't get it on this channel so do subscribe to the daily dose channel which will be up soon on some platforms already up and on spotify it's up but it'll be up soon on the rest and awful and awesome entertainment rap thank you so much so i'd like to start with the new zealand attack although it's not india related news it was big and it caused i mean there is enough to take away from that i think for every country for the us for india uh, i'm sure all of you've heard about this uh, the new zealand there was an attacker who was australian he went on this shooting spree and killed 50 uh, people in two mosques i think he he invaded two mosques yeah and uh, he also uploaded that video which many people actually were sharing on whatsapp even i got it he showed it live i think no? he live he live streamed it on it facebook on, on yeah. facebook I was ghastly what he did you know people piling up and he's shooting them and uh, a few takeaways from that one was the prime minister of New Zealand her name is how do you pronounce it Jacinda or Jacinda 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 Ardern and her statement was amazing this is us yeah mm. you cannot it wasn't i i think it was brilliant i think that is a template that all, all leaders, leaders should, should employ take, yeah that that is how one should respond because you can't separate and especially country like india and uh, the second takeaway was how quickly they acted on gun laws which maybe the us, the US can take a few the us could learn a lesson from yeah but um and i thought the the coverage is also amazing the next day you know even if it's symbolic white christian or other religions new zealanders making a chain around mosques saying you yes. pray we'll guard you um i think this really makes a society mm. um, better um Yeah that's my view on it I just thought that some something so dark and ghastly so many feel good moments came out that it's not you don't have to be so cynical all is not lost what do you think so and what what lessons should uh, modi ji take from uh, miss arden's statement no it was the chain of reactions so so it wasn't uh, just the political leaders even the way the community had reacted to the entire thing i mean i specifically you know went to the i mean i mostly don't see the tv news but then i for this particular news i went to all the channels and uh, absolutely great i mean and 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 the and the prime minister was f- fabulous i mean the way she reacted on the guns mm. so it was it was really quick and this is how i mean it's an example how to handle a crisis yeah in a country so this is what i this is my take anand sir response to it or the event itself whatever you want to talk about sir okay. i think uh, in a society like new zealand's it is not a very complex society and far less than even its neighbor australia mm. 
So, uh, did they do any cleansing of any, uh, you know, in- indigenous tribe there? Anand, would you know, like Australia wiped out the local Aborigines? New Zealand had any such history or no? No, I think Australia did New Zealand. New Zealand I'm no not sure. Yeah, even I'm not, I've never heard of any New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think uh, um, comparing it with more complex societies would not be fair mm. because identity politics of different kind uh, exist in other complex societies. New Zealand has a more vanilla kind of uh, mm. um, this. Uh, so th- that is one thing. Second is uh, the the nature of the shooting uh, though it had a backing of a group a small group it was more of an unhinged individual hate-filled individual with extremist ideology and mm. uh, targeting people uh, so I also find it a bit out of place comparing it with well-organized other terror groups mm. you can always find even this Pulwama attack had a hate video before it, right. but, it but it couldn't be pinned down to an individual because he had the backing of a well wild terror outfit the nature of the killing was more of a kind of uh, regular uh, campus killings that one sees in US but mm. with far more uh, not a very psychological problem but hate itself becoming a psychological issue with him so I saw it that way uh, so um, though at psychological level the extremism was of terrorism but uh, in terms of paraphernalia, the organizational structure of uh, international terror, hmm. it was not the same. Right. So, yes. No, Maya, Maya? Can, you know. um, I'm not sure I entirely agree with uh, hmm. that view. Um, I think there, it, there is a resistance broadly um, to use the nomenclature of terrorism for any act of violence that is not perpetrated by a Muslim. Hmm. And I think that's a problem. That's a fundamental problem in itself. Um, the the you know the truck attacks in France or the Orlando shooting uh, that killed uh, people in a nightclub in an LGBT nightclub in Orlando. Uh, we have no hesitation calling those acts of terrorism because some individual who had access to weapons uh, or not, in the case of a truck, um, decided to go in and do this, and an organization that the world is fighting chose to claim responsibility for it. Um, Just because an organization does not claim responsibility or there is no international organization, I don't think we can be hesitant about using the language. Terrorism is an act of violence that is uh, provoked based on what is an extremist ideology or an ideology that has a tendency towards radicalize and become sort of um, a marker of, of violence. Having said that, had the New Zealand Prime Minister herself not called it an act of terror, hmm. nobody else would have. Right, and she I, did. And she did. And I think that's an important message. Um, in the United States, in I think it was November, the attack on a synagogue in Pittsburgh, hmm. um, it was called an act of hate, uh, anti-Semitic. Had that been perpetrated by a Muslim, it would have been an act of terror. Right. And I think that that is the fundamental problem. And just as a corollary to that, because it is an act of terror, because the New Zealand Prime Minister has classified it as an act of terror, I don't think this conversation about uh, we shouldn't name the person, we shouldn't give them a platform is okay because people need to know who the terrorists are. Hmm. And if it's okay to name 
Osama bin Laden and if it's okay to name Al-Zawahiri and if it's okay to name Baghdadi or Masood Azhar, it should be okay to name Tarrant. Hmm. He's One, a terrorist. Sure. Okay. I Go. think, yes, there is no problem in naming him. Hmm. In fact, his name will come out. In fact, people know his name. Hmm. There are many publications. So hmm. uh, also, uh, he's a non-entity. He's not that someone that uh, New Zealand should shield. He's hmm. not that some uh, big, have an organization, big, big so shot. His, his name would come out. I, I'm not disagreeing that it is, was an act of terror. What hmm. I'm saying is that drawing the same parallel with organizational strength and this would, uh, in terms of uh, the log- sheer logistics of it, organizational yeah, I, strength, structure i, I think I, these are two different things that I sometimes get merged uh, it's that i definitely do think that this should be called an act of terror yeah and there is a tendency of not calling a non-muslim you know mass yeah. uh, killing a terrorist act uh but whether- I, I just want to say on the issue of logistics and you know the fact that there was no organizational backing i'm trying to understand what was the organizational backing the par- the the truck attacker had in france or the orlando shooter had so what was are, the exactly, organizational now, now backing there are many such cases which are like for example there can be a cause which is let's take the pulwama case mm. Although, in fact, there's an email on that which I'll read and I'll just come back to the Pulwama case. Uh, also, sorry, before I forget, uh, how could I... I mean, I was whining about this yesterday to a friend of mine and I myself skipped this headline. Karthik, producer, you do not put this. The Samjhata Express blast. Mm. Everyone the all accused. Of Asima it, it is the a big, others, yeah. And the fact that nobody covered this is shocking. But Raman Express, Express did. Oh, they did. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, I was. I meant uh, uh, television. Uh, it was it, Times now, you know, covered a little bit, but hardly. No, but coming to that, you know, so there are many such cases where, um, like, for example, this guy who attacked, he may not be connected to any outfit, a terror outfit. But there are enough terror outfits that are fighting for the, quote, unquote, cause of Kashmir independence. So whether he is an official member of theirs or not, that is the cause he's going for. So one clubs him that he is part of a larger cause. Yeah, larger similar for, for many, you know, like Palestinians, for example, I mean, honestly, uh, I, I think a lot of people, and I've said this earlier on other issues, but I'm sure uh, some people may hate on me f- on this. There are bigger, I don't think what's happening in Palestine is nice or good, but I find many uh, people in this country outraging more about what's happening there rather than things in our own what's backyard. Happening in our, yeah. So I think there are certain causes that become so big that you may not be connected to them, but if you carry out something in their name, you are taken over by them. But Jesse Mohammed claimed that attack. Oh, did they? Yes. Okay. For Pulwama. So okay. I think Pulwama is a little different uh, because there was... Sorry, all- sorry. May I just finish? Yeah. Thought? But the point I'm making is that um, they, uh, you know, no one can actually connect these, the, the ones, the white supremacists. Yeah. To any organization that is actually doing anything of, uh, of, well, of the sort. So... One can say that there are organizations that, you know, believe in this kind of an ideology. But even if this person isn't connected to them, that organization is not big enough to, to swallow this. It may not be. Hmm. But there are governments around the world that are recognizing these organizations exist. Hmm. The United Kingdom proscribed an organization called National Action hmm. in December 2016. They're a hmm. white supremacist neo-Nazi group. The right. Germans see neo-Nazis as a, a threat to... Um, a safe society. Um, the United States is talking about how foreign affairs had an had an uh, an article by Peter Bergen, if I'm not mistaken, mm. in the November December. Well, it was on their website, so I don't know when it came. But talking about the fact that since 9/11. 
there has not been an act of quote unquote jihadi terrorism on the main on mainland United States. Uh, but the bigger incidents of violence and terror have been committed by gun wielding white supremacists. So I'm not saying that, you know, the, the organization of an ISIS or an Al Qaeda is not important because it poses a global threat. Hmm. I'm, not, I'm you know, one doesn't cancel the other out. Sure. I'm just saying, let's look at it as well. Let's look at this as well. And again, just to, to, to sort of take on your point on Pulwama, the reason, you know, on Pulwama, a lot has been said, a lot has been discussed. This was a radicalized individual who went and did this. But the nature of the bomb, the nature of the assembly of the bomb required some sort of organizational backing mm. and a support system that allowed him to find the explosives, to rent the car, to uh, plan the attack, to various factors. So there would have been a support structure for him, in which case there is an organizational linkage to be made. So that's clear. And Jesh claimed sure. uh, responsibility. Okay. But but I think this, it, one doesn't cancel out the other. So why can't we have both conversations? Ah, you can't shrug mm. off, uh, you know, this uh, attack in New Zealand just like that. It was, I mean, even if it was a tiny step, it was a tiny step towards mobilizing, you know, people all world over. He he, and he did it very meticulously. He he came out with a some kind of. I think he a had a seventy-two. Yeah, yes, yes. So so and and he did it and uh, live streaming. I mean, if you just look at the you know entire incident what all went into this. Mm. So he also prepared it very well. So you can't shrug it off. And in fact, the other conversation about this, which we're not having, is the use of tech in this attack and social media. Mm. The live uh, streaming. The yes. live streaming aspect. I mean, ISIS has used uh, social media platforms to their advantage for the last few years. Uh, they produce propaganda videos that look like Hollywood movies, except they were real-life terrorists and real-life victims. Mm -hmm. um, but the, the, the production skills of those videos would put Hollywood producer to shame. Sure. And um, it took Google, YouTube, Facebook, I mean, they employed all their image rec recognition software to try and take down yeah, all this Yeah, they took down two million in a day content, and yet there were enough. And yet there's enough. Yeah. So, you know, what is the purpose of terrorism? It's not uh, only about trying to perpetuate an ideology. Uh, that ideology can be done by speakers, by politicians, by whatever. It's about creating fear in, in civilian societies. A, a terror attack... The best description I have seen of it, I think it was on a podcast on, um, I forget which podcast it was. It is the most effective press release. Exactly. What a press release is supposed to do, we are launching a new product, you know, Apple is launching a new press release. It's spectacle. Or, so a terrorist act is a press release that will get your yeah, get the call, attention get you on the you headlines yeah, which is headlines. what other people do by making either you know means uh, location location uh, is important date is even important mm. for that publicity and, and then everybody knows what spectacle yeah. so everyone knows what this guy's sure, manifesto yes. is today everyone knows you know yes. so, so this, this whole conversation about we must not give it a platform I mean yeah, I think it should be named sure yeah. fair enough and eventually it will find a platform and say, mm. you know, government, uh, these are not the times when government can uh, suppress his name. Names, yes. correct. Um, so I'll just go with a couple of emails and then we'll get back to, we'll get back to the Samjhota blast. So you guys can just quickly read up if you want on this because I hadn't included in the first list. I'll go over these two, three mails. So this email is from a, a lady who's a PhD 
स्टूडेंट कहते हैं पीएचडी वाले को कि वट एवर स्टूडेंट रिसर्च डॉक्टर डॉक्टर आई कॉल यू डॉक्टर इवन दो यू आर स्टिल स्टार्टिंग फॉर पीएचडी आर पेमेंट गेटवे वॉज इंट क्वाइट अफेक्टिव सो मेनी ऑफ आर सब्सक्राइबर्स वन बी एबल टू एक्सेस इट सो वी टुक डाउन द पेमेंट गेट फॉर वाइल बट इट्स बैकअप लाइक मेनी ऑफ सब्सक्राइबर्स हु एंड अप राइटिंग टू यू आई एम पी एच डी स्टूडेंट इन दूस डिपार इन दूस पर्स हफ्ताज कम्फर्टेबल बैंड फॉर्मैट अपील्स टू आर लोनलीनेस एक्चुअली कॉन्टेक्स्ट फॉर यू माया वी अ वेरी डिसप्रोपोर्शनेटली लार्ज अमाउंट ऑफ आर सब्सक्राइबर्स आर पी एच डी और पोस्ट डॉक्टरल रिसर्चर्स आई वॉज वंडरिंग वाई सो हर्थ ही सेज दैट बिकॉज वी हैव वेरी लोनली लाइफ्स एंड वी आर डूइंग सो मच ऑफ रिसर्च एंड स्टडीज योर कम्फर्टेबल बैंडेशन अगेन लाइक मेरी सब्सक्राइबर आनंद वर्धन इज अ स्टार येस आई डू टू हाउ डू यू जॉइन एन एल आई मोस्टली हैव बिन पेइंग टू इंश्योर मिस्टर वर्धन is more than accidentally paid and continues to be part of the news on DT in the hafta <laughs> shout out to abhinandan particularly and the whole nl team for cracking the podcast space congratulations karthik i know nl does more than hafta but this is really the best bit before i go on and uh, just quickly touch upon some of her su- suggestions because it's a 1164 word email i'm not going to read the whole thing uh, how did you join news laundry anand you were one of the founding team i remember because when we started nl you joined and then you went and Are you still teaching for a while? Yes, I just failed in my last attempt at civil services examination. Sir, I'm new Zealand. Let's go. In failures, go join. So I was looking out for a job, and then I joined. Yes, because Anand came. Actually, you were here for a year. Yes, then? yes. Sir. For about a year, just over a year. After that, one year more of freelancing for you. Yeah. Before joining back in 2017. Right. Anand, the original team. then our phd scholar says that hafta is very well done she says that you know a podcast a good uh, her concern is that trying to do too many things we will compromise podcast which is our real strength. main yeah our strength she says a podcast are probably the best in the country she said the nl sena is a good idea but um anyway there's just too much she says she's not complaining but Uh, your role as media watchdogs for contemporary weekly news is mostly taken care of by Hafta Charcha. Podcasts are currently a strength. Do them well. I'd wish that your one weekly article as media watchdog would focus on old news with Kaveri quality. Is there an old news report that you can dissect for quality, sanity, and follow up? Well, uh, you know it's a difficult one to decide which news we choose to dissect. I mean, if there's an obvious one like a Pulwama attack, hmm. then we can do a critical piece of how everybody covered it. Yeah, but. any week that doesn't have a big event which news do we really take apart is a difficult one but yeah newsons does that and then uh, you know she has a couple of ideas of how we can engage with our uh, subscribers she says have a chat like slack uh, and zulip for subscribers actually you know you'll be happy to know or maybe you'll just get annoyed because we begin making these khali pulaos our new website which we want to get up and running as soon as possible it will have a separate chat room for subscribers where you can interact with the team of news laundry so uh, it's going to be a little complicated because that will be available for only the top level of subscriptions uh but the tech of that uh, needs to be taken care of so that our subscribers don't have a 
terrible experience so yeah we we're planning that so we don't have to you know make whatsapp groups but also what we're doing is we're making whatsapp groups um across cities because you want to do a lot of events where manisha um, madhu me anand raman sir we can come and have haftas in your towns live you know with interactions with the subscribers so let's say we do one a month in a different city we just trying to get all that done it's hard but yeah just letting you know and another email from shurveer singh hi for the love of god please get your shit together news laundry i was trying to find naxal episode on let's talk about and there is no trace of it on the website or the app the only way to find it is to google it and then get to the link the same is true for many hafta episodes it's almost impossible to find the amazing podcasts you record like a treasure hunt that you don't want us to find if the app is buggy at least get the episodes on the website i told a friend about news laundry podcast and he couldn't find it and he gave up it's very discouraging for potential subscribers to do do so much to get to get like potential subscribers and then you know not being able to find it so shurveer thank you so much for support thank you for your tough love appreciate it i just checked before this when i got the email it's working on the uh, on the browser it's on the top right when you click on that podcast logo that that mic there's a drop down and all the podcasts come and if you click on any of those all the series are there yes it doesn't work on the app but just check again i think the um, the browser should be working absolutely fine because we have worked over the last two weeks to make sure that it's robust in some browsers it wasn't getting updated hafta specifically the rest were but it should not be happening anymore but yes like i've always promised uh, this this has been commissioned we're already on it so it's no longer a khayali pulao the tech will be sorted soon and um, just one more email then we'll just get to the samjhota blasts this is from subba rao abhinandan i was quite aghast at the way you brushed away the demand of kashmiri newspapers for newsprint it was unbecoming of a good journalist which i believe you are as long as kashmir is a part of india they have every right to write what they like as long as they do not promote violence you are the last person from whom i expected this type of comment they are entitled to newsprint subsidy like everybody else you had a lady reporter in shrinagar some months ago she used to write good articles and gave good grip of ground situations in reporters without orders which is one of our book good podcast he puts our because he's a subscriber thank you i i love your attitude of considering yourself as a part of news ronnie thank you subba where has she disappeared you should find a good resource to tell us the real story in kashmir please clarify incidentally am i supposed to put my hand on my heart and shout i am a subscriber every time it should be easy enough to verify your subscriber database keep up the good work thanks subba karthik uh, you verify the emails right so yeah you guys don't have to say whether you subscribers or not all the emails are verified and only the subscribers emails find their way uh, karthik sends them to me as far as our kashmir reporters concerned Yes, she was very good. She had gone to study. She got a admission in some fancy Netherlands. Netherlands in the Hague. So she did her course. She's back, and in fact, she's back in Kashmir, and she will be reporting for us as a freelancer during the election. But yeah, she had quit her job and gone for a one-year course to Europe, and hopefully now she'll be uh, freelancing with us. She has to submit her thesis. and after that we hope she'll finish and come back and we can hire her uh, and let's see if that one year in mm. europe has done any good <laughs> or is she as as good as she no, was she is, she is no she was very good very i mean good. i personally she don't know what good. europe will do but i guess it's an experience so yeah but thanks subha thank you for your uh, kind words and thank you the phd scholar who doesn't want to be named um, i have gone over your all 1200 words of yours and very good feedback and suggestions And of course she says that subscribe for 2 years a woman if you still keep keeping track of that yes we are keeping track of that and we still have wait more men subscribers than women but yeah we'll be correcting that hopefully 
So let me come to the Samjhauta blast. Uh, I'd like to start with our guest. Bit of context: In 2007, there was a bomb blast on the Samjhauta Express. The Samjhauta Express, as many of you know, was the train between India and Pakistan. And um, what was the exact number of casualties? Let me just sixty or sixty, sixty-seven or something. So one of the most high-profile um, people who was actually accused was Asim Anand, who. um has given a on record interview while he was in jail uh pretty much saying that this is what he did which was also done by caravan incidentally but there were one of the few times where they got it straight from the horse's mouth um he's been let off as is everybody else so as of now no one did that um now i don't want to you know talk about whether it is fair or not or everybody goes on about when the judgment works in your favor the courts are good when it doesn't the courts are bad of course that line of argument completely ignores that the judicial system the most important aspect of that is not the judge it is the prosecution hmm. and if the prosecution doesn't want to present evidence that supports them not even the best judge in the world can give you a in fact i think that's what the the judge also said that the the burden of proof had not been uh... Yeah, uh, I mean, submitted I, substantially I, or something like that. That the evidence did not hold up, and it's a lazy, foolish which comment which I've, is, I've yeah. seen made. So, yeah. oh, so now you don't believe the justice, the judicial system? I mean, uh, the same judicial system may found Jessica Lal's murderer guilty and not guilty. Yeah. So what suddenly did it? It it is only when there was a bamboo on the police that then they said, okay, we'll present proper evidence now. So and that's that's uh, it shows a lack of understanding of how. the courts the work the courts work yeah but uh, how big a deal is this and does this actually at the risk of being branded anti national actually why the fuck should we even get defensive about that hmm. fuck that isn't this a really good opportunity to use samjhauta to actually show pakistan down saying see our systems work yours are the ones that don't because that video going around of that young boy with his face completely burnt in hmm. pakistan who hmm. says i was not called uh, i can identify Uh, you know who all boarded or didn't board the train i was not called to give testimony hmm. and he's sitting there in pakistan i mean it's he looks like an acid attack victim his face is completely there's no face yeah it's just this skeleton with skin on it um but he can still see uh, he wasn't called so do we give away an opportunity to take the judicial high ground or moral high ground my please start it's uh, a tough question i mean I I covered the the aftermath of the Samjhauta blast in in Delhi and I've been sort of tracking the investigations all these years um you know it's I don't know what the NIA did or did not do ultimately when they sort of closed the case um but if they did not speak to this mm, individual right. in Pakistan if they did not reach out then I think you're not speaking to eyewitnesses is fundamentally a problem how do you how do you close an investigation without doing that um i think the bigger concern is that the you know the timing of this uh, acquittal um so close to the elections is also going to play into the hands of political parties right now you've already had comments from uh, uh, several senior leaders of the bjp say oh so much for the bogey of uh, hindu terrorism that the upa had been talking about um this in spite of makkah masjid in spite of the bangalore blast in spite of samjhauta um i think i think those you know it, it's a tough one because the fact that these people have walked away in spite of the interview which as you said um he virtually said that this is what they've done what what should we make of our systems i think that's the bigger question i mean 
do we want to become a system which where nothing works nothing can be trusted no institutions can be trusted um but are we that do we want to be that i don't know anand uh, also sorry i'll just give the numbers the total of 43 pakistani citizens were killed 68 people were killed in 2007 and and what yeah and, uh, sorry the, it happened uh, the case happened in the panchkula nia court yeah. and there was a deposition of a woman in pakistan um who said that she can give evidence and it it wasn't taken on board and she was not among the 13 witnesses you know also the other thing the fact that i think you raised this earlier when we started there's been virtually no coverage of this acquittal yeah. on yeah. uh television news channels i understand that we're in the midst of an election cycle mm. i understand that you know ticket allocation is important and political alliances are important and things like that but this was a really major terrorist attack and it took place inside indian territory mm. um just on off the border now are we saying that those 68 lives didn't matter you know to mm. to to anybody the fact that this case has been closed should it not merit a discussion that what happened to the investigation over all these years if these were the people who were suspected to be the masterminds of the blast where did the investigation go wrong um, or what did you base that suspicion on in the first place it's almost as though these lives don't matter now i mean can i make a really really controversial statement and ask do does it not matter because these were a bunch of people going to pakistan anyway and you know so mm. in our current climate today well why were they going there so how do they how do they matter yeah i mean of course and th- that is that is That's one of the, the reasons that, that is that i mean that but yeah that there's an obvious because the go to pakistan is become this regular yeah, cry yeah. of uh, anyway um, your take on this the coverage lack of coverage of this case what are the political implications Anand I think that interview that was published in Kerala that uh, mm, was a kind of confession co- confession but confession uh, bereft of other evidence is not an evidence yes especially if it's done in custody so it could be without a magistrate present it presence. could be guided by same boastful spectacle that other terrorists mm. uh, indulge in so just but irrespective it's not taken seriously in court uh, no matter judge judge, judge yeah. will uh, so um, the owners of providing the corroborative evidence was with was, the agency uh, was with the uh, ministry of home affairs nia now uh, there have been contradictory claims made by ex uh, means uh, former home secretaries now gk pillai's mm. uh, the home secretary said that he uh, in 2015 that he was coaxed in a different direction by upa government uh, and uh, the home secretary who followed him is now a minister in modi government rk singh uh arkeshing now arkeshing then then was uh, following the pichitambaram lime that yes it was a terror uh, mm. attack um, but he uh, obviously now has a different line mm. so uh, from the top the ministry of uh, home sec- and secretaries to ministry of home are uh, so confused about what approach the government of india should take while investigating in this so uh, that uh, on uh, across the governments upa plus nda so that gives you a hint of how the investigation has gone sure uh that 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 is uh, one point second is uh, that uh, this uh, um, order can be challenged again yeah. again, again challenged nia nia should go back uh, challenging yeah, but, it and say, but that really depends on because the nia reports to central government oh. and if the central government 
depends on how serious they are. For example, um, I read uh, this, was it this last week that Gujarat has denied permission to prosecute Banjara? Yeah. yeah Express that they're not helping or that, I mean. Yeah. No, there's another, sorry, there's a serving police officer who's put Chokidar in his uh, Twitter bio and uh, he, because above a certain rank of police officer you have to get the approval of the state government to to, to question him or prosecute him and they haven't given that mm-hmm. so it really depends on yeah. how serious the government is because it does come because the the justice system while it is outside the purview deciding of deciding to pursue the case is the government's jurisdiction to decide Raman sir I think when this incident happened NIA wasn't there it was the case was with the CBI I see. So they, in fact, uh, first of all, this uh, the investigation had taken a lot of time. They 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 started arresting these people quite late. Secondly, I mean, caravan forget caravan. Caravan is not relevant in this story at all. Hmm. The story which is relevant uh, uh, is section one sixty four statement given by Asimanand hmm. in front of the magistrate. Okay, and then one he section one sixty four statement is and has an evidentiary value okay. in a court of law. Okay. Ha, so caravan doesn't stand at all. Mm. I mean, and what did he say in front of the... He admitted. He admitted his... In the entire thing, he told that how he did it. Mm. And he, he, he said it in front of a magistrate. That and is this evident. section 164 statement, which I think is one of my recommendation, mm. Ashish Khetan's story, mm. the cover story of uh, Tehelka, Mm. He was the first one to break this. Okay, and I was uh, also with Tehelka at that time, mm. uh, heading the investigations. So I remember that. And and that at that time when uh, the CBI had, uh, you know, started investigating that how it was leaked out. The story, and Ashish Khetan was, uh, in fact, summoned to the Central uh, Bureau of Investigation for I this see. story. Uh, so, and the se- third thing is, finally, when they found a line of investigation and this guy gave section 164 statement which is huge and the investigator in an interview to the Indian Express recently he said that the prosecution has bossed up the case he is saying that he said it I mean, two days ago uh, Express report mm. he has said that he said that we had the evidence and we just let them go yeah so I mean I do think this is a huge case and like Maya pointed out, it's got hardly got any coverage, which is worrying. And that's worrying for democracy, just the way um, news is completely compromised. But sorry, I uh, completely ignored Subha's question and I will address it now. Uh, Subha, when he says, I was aghast, how you brushed away the demand by Kashmiri newspapers mm. for newsprint, uh, for subsidized newsprint. I actually didn't brush it aside and I wasn't making a value judgment of whether they have the right to publish stuff that is anti-India, pro-India. Uh, if you remember, Subha, I had like clubbed this with the Assam case where uh, you know all the newspapers in Assam ran a blank page that they weren't getting any government ads. The point I was making was, and here I'm a compromised party to make a judgment call on this. I believe that the subscription model for news is the only model that will keep news honest. So I was saying it's kind of ironic that, um, uh, and it wasn't just unique to Kashmir journals. I think no newspaper should get subsidies. Like why the fuck should you get subsidies? Uh, but I was saying that it's ironic that you want a subsidy from the government and then you'll trash that government. I agree it's their right as of now because everybody gets subsidized newsprint, but I'm saying it's flawed fundamentally. So I'm not like kind of isolating Kashmiri newspapers for that. It's just that because they had gone on strike 
and the assam newspapers had run that blank page for not getting ads i was kind of plugging that all together that whether you are assam whether you are delhi whether you if you are expecting favors from the government why would you try to yeah, yeah there will so, be a, I, i tend to agree with you i mean i think i think uh, people should start paying for the news they want to consume i actually i am a news laundry subscriber and i subscribe you, to many other uh, i i pay annual subscriptions to newspapers around the world to indian websites that might want a subscription um including the caravan um mm. so i do think that it's one thing for us to sort of sit there and say oh this is not happening and you know the government is intimidating or the government is putting pressure or so and so um you know going after a journalist but i think this relationship has to end somewhere it's an extremely complicated space and the tragedy is you know everyone says that uh, the 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 trajectory of mainstream print media has been sort of on a downward spiral now for the better part of the last 10 12 years since the internet was this free space opened up for people to share news and information and opinion mm. but the trump election saw a, a bump in us newspaper subscription and you know it, so there there clearly is a demand for mm. people if there's no other way they will they will yeah. do that so i think there's a lesson there if you're willing to learn the lesson yeah so i wasn't like specifically saying kashmiri newspapers don't have a right to that but i was just commenting on the fundamental principle of it i think is problematic there is this email from pranay it says feedback about rss and bjp polarizing india and deflecting from major issues people at news journal writing my second rant i have been mulling over this for a long time the fake outage over the rack in christchurch in news journal by hindus triggered me to write this this is a rant and nothing more no intellectualization no oped no nuanced argument and pranay has gone on to completely trash who he calls bhakts and akhand hindu bharat walas and mandir wahi banayenge walas he says it's impossible trying to reason with them they don't listen to reason it's it's become at a stage where they are in their own bubble and no reality kind of sticks and they they can justify anything and it's basically just this long rant so uh, yeah um pranay thank you for that i i have read it um i can't read out the whole thing it's kind of long and it's yeah it's very angst written but vidhi parik thoughts on how us media looked at pulwama attack and the christchurch shooting i had spoken last hafta about how when the us attack uh, when when pakistan attacks india the us media takes kind of a very um, they don't sympathize with as much with pakistan i've never understood why madeline albright had called pakistan a universal migraine obama had said what keeps you up pakistan keeps me up yet whether it was wapo whether it's new york times you saw the their coverage is you know kind of pro pakistan although I think everybody knows that Pakistan has terror hideouts and I couldn't understand why. Vidhi has tried to kind of figure why that is. She's in the current political environment the US media is up in arms against anything that Trump has ever espoused or favored. There is a war like coverage of incidents of white supremacists against anybody rebellion in Syria and that's why you know this gets left around but but thank you Vidhi for your email. She has a suggestion if there could be a link to the subscribers to write responses to an article or video that'll be good. Like I said Vidhi we're going to be getting a page where subscribers can actually interact with us. um hopefully that should be up soon then abhishek kumar has a suggestion about having more voices from the other side of the spectrum since anand ranganathan left he says i've been subscribed for close to 2 years and want to write for so long i really enjoy your podcast and look forward to listen to them i miss anand ranganathan few weeks back on abhinandan sir and after that he won't be disclosing the events under which he left which i think is fair and rational however the reasons subscribe week asking is because they want a pro right voice he says while it's ironic the path he has chosen i remember him saying 
on news laundry often that his son gets excited seeing arnab stand up shouting in his show arnab angle khade ho gaye and i saw him doing the exact same thing in arnab's show uh, the point is uh, news laundry has to have someone to fill that gap in void of opinion mr vardhan believes more in voicing his opinion and then sitting back rather than debating it <laughs> yes that's nice so he would like to see a, you know more representative voices yeah i agree with you we'll we'll you know try to get more um and you have a feedback about subscribers and donors and we should keep subscribers separate and donors separate i don't quite agree with you for a variety of reasons abhishek one is we're a privately owned company we can't have donors you can only have subscribers and members and the world over the membership model is doing well better than subscribers or donors so we'll be kind of repositioning what what it means to be a subscriber or a, or or a member of the news laundry club and finally ayush ayangar has general feedback and suggestion he says this podcast don't get updated uh, tech is not good enough well they do on the the browsers now if you'll check because we've just done a fix over the last week the app we'll have to make a completely new app so don't look at that right now and he says that you know i love podcasts and youtube seems to be the medium for prosperity and success abhinav has said that they are biased he's talking about you know many other f- kind of he's talking about wire and others are biased but i he says i see bias in newsland as well i've actually always said that everybody's biased there's no one who's not biased um you know ayush it is impossible to be objective and we've done a full podcast on it i've done it but i think we are individually biased we try to ensure that news laundry has all voices so it is uh, you'll have a few pieces that have um, you know in fact we had one piece just for 2014 that was positioning modi as this great savior written by milind mishra i remember and got so many shares and hits we've had several pieces talk saying good things about you know i said we have pieces trashing up um, what i said was that news laundry will not have a uniform opinion my point wasn't you know maya's here so if you want to count to me feel free on swaraj you will never have an anti modi piece on why you'll never have a pro modi piece so that's what i meant there is a uniformity of the content you get there and i was saying that we try not to do that so i wasn't saying we are not biased every individual is biased but as an organization we try to represent all voices um and uh, yeah he says you should not be a media watchdog you should do more than just media critique so yeah are you saying we need a media watchdog Right, I guess we do. So, um yeah, moving on. Um now if I could quickly get into some political kind of, you know, there's so many political headlines all together. One is of course Congress's inability to strike up any alliance anywhere and fighting with everybody. Uh, is it arrogance or do they have no choice? I mean, they will have to sacrifice this election if they want to stay relevant. Yeah. For next election or is that the thought or is there no thought? I personally think there's no thought. Um, I tend to agree. Uh <laughs> Secondly, uh, this party in Kashmir that has been launched, hmm. Shah Faisal, and uh, Shaila Rashid has joined that party. Um, that is another th- political development. Uh, and uh, finally, there will be no election after the next one. Says that loony guy from BJP, that MP. What's his name? The guy with specs, Sakshi Maraj, right? He said there will be no election after twenty twenty four. and then uh, what does he say will happen after 2024 the, the election ban now Nein, modi but what will be the modi, modi. it will uh-huh. be dictatorship ha got the bjp got the hero join the bjp so yeah. very good i was going to tell you that so that's minute. happened as we are recording and hmm. rss leader indresh kumar who we've also interviewed indresh kumar right when he yeah. when he he walked out of the interview with a very polite amit uh, atul sorry with atul i thought amit also interviewed him only atul okay he says that uh, pakistan really merged in india with 20 as if you guys aren't creating enough problem the last thing we need is pakistan to be part of our country uh, but it's anyway, so all these things have happened 
I'll just give you my take on this before we'll go to Anand, Raman, and then Maya can come in. I think this whole Shah Faisal thing in Kashmir, I'm going to be observing it very closely because uh, I think Anand was there as part of that, or maybe he wrote a piece. Uh, because I have felt that launching a party among much, because I had predicted those. You know, remember that party, a whole bunch of IITians, as if IITians are these yeah, special creatures yeah, yeah. who have descended on Earth from a bunch of IIT. They got so much of coverage. I, did they get like even half? Khudi ladvarke khatam hogai party, and they had got so much news space. This bunch of hundred IITians form a party. It did jack shit. Another man who pelo so much gyan. I just find it just very hard to keep my patience. Is that Jay Prakash Narayan from uh, which city is he in Hyderabad? Uh, ha ha ha. Janasena. No no. He was uh, a bureaucrat. Yeah, okay. it's that whole. Yeah. J- 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 um, I forgot the name of his party. But anyway, he'll yeah, pelo just... gyan. I've been with him on a few panels also, and like he knows the best way to crack politics but himself other than that winning once he has not been win jack and he has been sitting on panels all his life i think a lot of people don't realize that to win an election no the janasena is somebody else no, no it's Mohinder something lok jan shakti or something it's called i yeah. forget what it's called this is it's, so the lokpal he was you know ha, part ha, of that ha, right uh, i'm curious to see what this fafez fazal uh, is his name right and and cuz even they are in my view more uh, uh, you know Twitter stars and and panel stars, and to win an election, it is a on ground game. And and I think Kejriwal proved that while all the studios are trashing him, he went out in one sixty seven. You know, political commentators like Tavleen Singh were saying he's finished after he resigned. A sad end, a pathetic end to. ये तो खत्म है. तो clearly panels and Twitter does not make your party win. Uh, and I have a sneaky suspicion something like that is going to happen to these guys. I mean, I don't know. I think it's good if. Kashmir has more political views, but I think when you become a, and so this morning on the BBC, I was watching this news report. It's this new party run as the headline says in Washington Post, a political party in Thailand led by athletic billionaire. It's uh-huh. called the Future Forward Party, Thanath Horns, and this athletic led billionaire, for all his billionaire billionaireness in the interview, he was telling the BBC reporter was saying that you know you get a lot of selfies where he goes. People want to get selfies. He's a good-looking guy. He's a billionaire. He's launching a political party. He says you have become a real star on Twitter and Instagram and all. So he says actually, uh, social media can make you a star, but to win an election, he has to win votes, and the two are not connected. And I found yeah, he said that. I was like, chalo, he he's figured that out. If only Jay Prakash Narayan and our IITians in India had figured that out, they would not make such a hoo-ha about about their thing. Sorry, uh, Anand, come in just. You can comment on UP on this on these new parties launched, and will India have an election no, in twenty twenty four? No, that was already a conspiracy theory by opposition parties. Even in Kejriwal in Calcutta, really said that uh, after two thousand nineteen, they are not going to allow any elections. And now the RSS is endorsing <laughs> so, that view. Is, uh, uh, whether he might have meant it as a metaphor that it would be such a andhi that after that uh, everyone would give him universal approval. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, coming to Safazel, I think uh, he uh, he would add a um, a new player to Kashmiri political scene. Whether that would be a new voice, I don't know, because to operate within Indian electoral system, within Indian constitution, y- y- there are already say PDP is 
already extreme kind of uh, they, they, sometimes they say extreme kind of things that kind of things you will say so you will be a new player but whether you what kind of new voice you would be i i don't know because even extreme opinions are being voiced but if you are a serious contender to power in kashmir you you will have to follow that centrist line means uh, mm. you will have to come within flirt, the flirt <laughs> with the elements of separatism uh, at the same time with same the within the constitutional yes. framework S- of S- elections S- S- second is um, he was uh, in indian indian administrative service he has resigned from it he for a brief period of time he was a kind of youth icon in kashmir because he became the first uh, man from a first person from kashmir to top civil services examination uh, but not for a long time uh, i a group of uh, kashmiri students who are given a scholarship in jamia millia mm. and they come to private institutes for civil services coaching a group of 12 of them came to me also to and uh, two of them uh, two three of them also got into civil services so uh, when i was teaching they used to say that uh, um, uh, he was a kind of uh, parachute bureaucrat in kashmir after joining um, indian civil services he was always away he went to us do some degree mm. in us i think harvard or something i think or europe maybe mm. he was on a sabbatical yeah, he was on so a, he uh, so though he was an entrant and he he got the jammu and kashmir cadre cadre but he never worked very hard in kashmir to have that bureaucratic capital of converting it into political capital right so because there's some bureaucrats when they go as dm actually yeah. you go to the the district hmm. and those people swear by that uh-huh, guy they are yeah. worshipped they are worshipped yeah. yes but i don't know if he has that yeah. kind of a following yeah. in kashmir yes. yeah i think shafizal is going to have a tough tough time because i think the the sort of polity of kashmir right now is also so divided amongst itself um have Shaf- you made any trips to kashmir recently not in the last no not in the last year actually but um i was going regularly mm. before that I used to go and i think the sense i get is that he's not sure who he wants to target who who he wants as his own support base he may have his heart in the right place people may see that he wants to effect some kind of change but he's you know this this crossover politician has to be very clear about who they want as their core constituency and i don't think he has that because uh, even more complicated in, in a divided polity because in the mm. last four years you've seen most uh, even sort of centrists in kashmir uh, say that they can't support what what new delhi has been doing sure. in terms of a, a national policy um and that gives them very little room to maneuver so that's not shafizal's constituency um the separatists who become even more hardline are not shafizal's yeah. constituency so where does that leave him really so where does that leave him yeah i think you know? i mean he he would probably win an election in delhi he would win an election <laughs> in delhi yeah probably <laughs> not necessarily in not kashmir. necessarily in kashmir but yeah that's the but that statement uh, sir you want to weigh in on shafizal or these yeah, parties I, like I, iit parties no, no, and these i'm i'm more optimistic on these hmm. things because i'm so much fed up with the existing parties <laughs> so anybody who comes new is refreshing uh, uh, yeah is very refreshing and and having worked in kashmir uh, you know 
for the Indian. I was I was placed there. So mm-hmm. there's six seats in Jammu and Kashmir, and out of which I think Kashmir is two. And if you look at the community, it's very very well uh, knit, and the number of votes that uh, you know yeah. get polled, mm-hmm. just five percent or ten percent or. 20%. Actually, the polling so, percentage uh, is very low. It's so low. So, you never know. I mean, if this guy has, uh, has got uh, some plan for it. Because mm-hmm. I don't think we can read him right now because he hasn't opened up. Excepting the fact that Sahila has joined him. Right. So, I don't, we don't know much about, uh, you know, their political strategy. And it's very interesting because both of them were actually tipped to join the national conference at mm. some point in time. And then, you know, what happened to those talks? Um, let's see. I mean, this, uh, to that extent, yes, I think, you know, the Ahmadmi party in Delhi has shown us what a new entrant can do uh, mm. on the political scene. Yeah. So, my point is that he may have, a, maybe be successful winning two, three seats, but he's not a new voice. He's a new player. Means he's he's not getting a new perspective on the <laughs> yeah, table. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's that's true. No, but what I'm trying to say that we don't even know what his perspe- perspective is. Okay. He, he hasn't opened up. We don't he hasn't know opened up. So. I mean, his only claim to fame right ah. now is he topped ah. the services and right. he was pretty vocal and, on Kashmir. And as, as somebody who was part of the central establishment, he has taken a stand he up, against... Right? He took a position. Against, uh, yeah, uh, just coming to the Sakshi Maharaj's statement, it says, quote, the Modi tsunami, of course, you must say this in Hindi, there's a translation. Quote, the Modi tsunami has awakened the country. I feel there will be no election in 2024. This is the only election and we are fighting in the name of the country with full honesty, unquote. So I don't know what the fuck that means. So yeah, yeah it probably question. means nothing. So I think it was just made a headline. Because I mean, there will be no election because there will be an autocratic ruler there will be no election because we won't be a democracy there will be no election because we are I, what what does he mean I have no idea like, what this he is. will not exist I mean what, it could be anything <laughs> it could, yeah, he it, didn't put so much thought as, as people as, he tends as not people to. are dissecting yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, I mean said um, these are means one of the worst arguments to attack <laughs> low hanging fruits and it's like slugfest you will see a lot uh, of arguments like this in the true. election season <laughs> so um, coming to Congress is their position thought out see one of course if one wants to defend the Congress they could say that of course they will drive a tough bargain but because if they don't, by 2024, they will be irrelevant. Yeah. So even if that means that they say that, okay, right now we will not back down from UP or Delhi or Bengal, we will contest election and use this time to strengthen our base and our on-ground game. It is understandable. I don't think that is a thought-through position because that position has to be accompanied by major on-ground mobilization. And that has to be done under some campaign, whether it is maybe Chokidar or Chalo PHI, Chalo Coffee Pie, Chalo Snacks Khai, Chalo Ham Lokpal Lainge, like Arvind used to do in every Mohalla. I mean, I've seen whether there were 10 people there or 100 people there, but 30 meetings a day, every, every little Mohalla you go to. So, are your leaders doing that? I believe the leaders aren't capable of doing that because most of them would faint on day one. <laughs> I think I remember when uh, once when the UPA was in power and uh, this one Montek and um, Chidambaram had to go for an on-ground jaisa because they were being trashed that, you know, Yavatmal, that time the whole farmer distress had reached uh, and they must have maybe spent an hour or two. How long would they have spent? Hey, car bhi is yogi. Jab bite le rathe na, unki aise hawaiya udi thi, I thought they'd faint any minute. Ek to us pagdi mein itni garmi lag rahi hogi Montek ko. ऊपर से चिदंबरम पता नहीं था घुमा होगा जिंदगी में कि नहीं तो वो मुझे लगा था अभी गिरा ये तो बड़ी मुश्किल से वैसे हवा से निकली तो आई डोंट थिंक द लीडरशिप ऑफ द कांग्रेस कैपेबल ऑफ डूइंग दैट इन द समर नाउ इफ यू आर नॉट गोइंग टू डू दैट एंड यू आर जस्ट 
grand standing then you're fucked yeah not just that there's also i think a, a level of arrogance that's crept in after the assembly election results i mean let's not forget that they won these apart from chatisgarh what were the margins they were really really narrow like 0.2% point you know they were mm. not even no not even 1% the margins but it i i understand that it gives you a boost you feel mm. more sort of um, uh, energetic about the campaign but you can't rest on the laurels of these assembly elections and i feel that that arrogance creeps into the congress party leadership very quickly and i think that's fundamentally a problem a that and that's what's driving this we will not be in an alliance with so and so we will not mm. do this we will not do that because frankly what position is in the Cong- is the congress party in to make these conditions to put yeah. down these conditions Yeah. They need they need alliances and if they don't see that the opposition needs to come together uh and they are the second player in this opposition. Hmm. Then I think, you know, then Sakshi Maharaj may be right. Who knows? <laughs> no. And also if I mean Mr. Modi and Shah aren't exactly known for their humility, but they have the phenomenal ability that many bureaucrats have of being able to eat crow and grovel when you need to. Yeah. They can do that very well. But I said arrogance, it's, no? It's, it's, but these guys don't have that also. Anyway, That's you want to win on this before we move on? No, no. As Maya was uh, rightly pointing out that they won the assembly elections two major states by the skin of the teeth. Hmm. Uh, they were very close fights. Only Chhattisgarh was a convincing victory. So uh, that is, and uh, ideally after these three assembly wins, the momentum should be be with them and. The, allies would want to associate themselves with them but they have not ma- they have now been imagining themselves as a vote katua party mm. means uh, how, uh, how they just cut the other person how, mm. how 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 the third being the third player and somehow take away from bjp uh, they are not very confident about their organizational strength which has been in shambles for last decade uh, uh, and Uh, as you rightly said that uh, uh, to match the cadre strength of uh, bjp they would need a some uh, some total of strengths uh, from uh, yeah. the, the regional allies and uh, their own and that w- can stand bjp's cadre strength if uh, uh, the fight is uh, neck to neck if that is not then anyway that's another case but if it is neck to neck the uh, cadre mobilization matters a lot taking the voter to the booth so uh, in that uh, if they don't uh, supplement their own weak organization with uh, the organization of regional allies then it's uh, it's they are more in post poll calculations that yeah and look i mean any my any of my students uh, uh, who are you know out on the field reporting election stories will tell you that just cutting the bjp's vote is not enough i mean you'll cut it and mm. fragment the opposition vote further who is that going to benefit at the end of the day it doesn't really i i don't know what their strategy is and i think they're really unclear thank no, you i think uh, the optimist congress, speaks congress is in a dilemma uh definitely the decay has set in hmm. the congress i mean i think at the time of independence when they were talking about dissolving it i think it is automatically getting dissolved, dissolved now right okay uh but having said that uh, if congress goes for all these kinds of alliances i think they are openly Accepting declaring op- openly openly declaring that they have been reduced to a regional party hmm. because the kind of alliances that hmm. were offered to them okay so uh 
I feel that the decay has set in, but uh, but I still feel that they will be able to get eighty to hundred seats uh, all over. Yeah. I mean, they are going to improve. Yeah, they'll improve from their. Uh, their I agree with that. And also in the UP, uh, in UP, why it did not happen? If you look at the two thousand fourteen results in forty odd seats, uh, BJ, uh, BSP, and SP, hmm. they were number two, hmm. and. and or either they won it or they were number two. Or uh, in 27 seats, the BJP was number two. Hmm. Right. Uh, BJP, BJP had a lead, sorry. Uh, not number two. I mean, in terms of the share of votes for more. Right. After. I mean, if we, if, if we uh, include uh, BSP and SP, hmm. BJP is still leading in over share. them, you know, in 27 okay. seats. I see. And 10 and 11 seats are with the... Congress. So with Priyanka coming in, they are thinking that they will be no, able no, to let's mobilize. See, I think Amethi, I believe last time also Rahul won because last minute Varun Gandhi gave a statement that was sympathetic to him. I mean, he could very well, if he lose Amethi, it'll be a huge blow. And I think BJP will do all they can to make him lose Amethi because that would, that would be a knockout punch, I think, for him as a politician. I don't think he has the gumption to, to come back from something like that. Um, now, Quickly, I just want to comment on this Mehbi Chalky that campaign. Our song is also associated with that. Hmm. We've started a Mehbi Dhobi campaign, News Laundry. So if you're a subscriber to News Laundry, you can do hashtag Mehbi Dhobi because all the Chalkidars keep us safe. Dhobis have to keep our news clean. And that can only be done when the public pays because when the public pays, the public is served. When advertisers pay, advertisers are served. Please pay to keep news free. Those of you who are listening to do this for free, and this episode is free because it's holy and it's a holy gift. Usually it's behind a paywall. Do consider subscribing to News Laundry because unless you pay, journalism will die. You cannot leave it to advertisers and government subsidies. That is no way for news to talk truth to power. So do consider um, subscribing. And I also want to just briefly talk about and then I'll you know leave it open to if anyone wants to talk about something that I may have left out. Last week, the day after we recorded that bridge over bridge collapsed mm-hmm. in Mumbai. Um, so the coverage of that I thought was ridiculous. Um, the kind of fights and the tutu meme that was happening, I, I was blown away. Um, but, and it seemed like for one day that it would become a political issue. But the only casualty of that was Sanju Verma, uh, who is in any case, I, I, I think she's borderline sane. Because I don't believe a normal person can talk like that. And I've said this for the longest time. So yeah, uh, so it was big news. Very unfortunate. I think six people died. But I definitely think, um, you know, if, if you know one talks about Delhi news or... There are these random acts that happen in parts outside Delhi also, which take on this primetime national character, which are going to a different zone. And I couldn't quite figure out why... Again, I'm not saying people dying is okay. I'm just saying when the criticism is of daily news is Delhi news. That was not an incident that needed to be so big and hysterical that six channels, prime time, four hours, um, comments panel, and then we can close. Um, I think in the absence of local news networks that, you know, particularly uh, in English, um, channels that are based out of Bombay would probably feel the need to cover mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, greater but I you know broadly I think this goes down to sort of editorial decision making in newsrooms Uh, we've lost sight in a 24 hour news cycle Uh, many of us have lost sight of what is nationally important what is locally important what is important for us for a little bit of time in the middle of the day or the evening um, what is prime time worthy I think you know we're all in such a mess Mm. as far as just 
this decision making uh, structure is concerned that of course this is going to go and uh, be uh, national news it's unfortunate but frankly the foot over bridge collapse in mumbai is a local news story hmm. it's not a national news story just as something happening in delhi would not be relevant to bombay audiences or uh, I, i get no. i get no no I, I, something like this i get calls from you know the rwa where i live for hmm. example they came up to me the other day and they said can you please help pass because you know journalists are supposedly the saviors of mm. you know so- societies in crisis what can what is the problem that the delhi metro that goes under our homes uh, it creates a lot of noise it goes at very fast speed so because there is a small gap between these two stations can they go at a slower speed that would so i looked at him and i said why don't you write to the metro corporation um no but can't you do something in the news and i said mm. unfortunately no but unfortunately a lot of news stories do become big like this because i know for a fact many editors take up something because <laughs> someone told them if you're in the position of power they make a big deal but out of front like, page story it's like the this, this went power of one has gone viral i mean yeah. the one that we did Huh, that's, boy, huh? No, no, yeah, but it's but like the RTR and Vasant Vihar, right? Hmm. I mean, why is that of national importance? Is what hmm. I want to know. No, hmm. I think I think this bridge collapse was a local news of international importance, not even national. Really? Okay. Why? Yes, because I I have been metro editor with the Express huh. and uh, metro editor with Pioneer also, hmm. and I have seen I uh, always used to pounce over. I mean, these civic issues sometimes become very big. and here the eight people i think not six at the tally mm. went up to eight mm. and uh, a story of like like this if you just do the reconstruction uh-huh. uh, this is what was lacking in the media mm. i mean nobody did a proper reconstruction of this bridge but and i think i don't know i mean i think civic issues are important yes but it has to be taken from beyond the footbridge to a bigger you know you have to come from the micro to the macro that how many footbridges are made what is the allocation how Just much money was spent this footbridge and going on about this footbridge yeah, right. no, it no, doesn't this. it doesn't go from small to big that this is one this is the allocation uh, this is how yeah, much money spent you uh, do same that. thing in public health reporting yeah the whole thing about the deaths in gorakhpur you bash uh, you know but swami bisht whatever yeah. his name is for like one week but ajay bisht ajay bisht uh, uh, many you know how many such cases are there across up right. what is so, allocation i'm not saying civic issues are not important of course they're important and people will actually i mean the 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 huge power of a local news network if you if if you ever travel to the united states and the hmm, city every city over there has a really prominent local news network which is giving you everything you need to know about where you live uh but those experiments have not worked here as well in television for some reason i think the money is just uh not coming in mm-hmm. but so, yes yeah, so so in the absence of that local news space civic issues are important but you have to be able to give it the bigger context otherwise what that's what relevant? i'm saying so that it wasn't reported the way it should have right, been right right and for that matter uh, this uh, the rape uh, of that women in delhi nirbhaya nirbhaya It became, it became international. It became international. Yeah. So, so it, the way you reported that matters, that matters. a lot. Okay. You want to win? No, yes. I mean, it's, I think binaries uh, in civic is- issues. Uh, you have a punching um, body, civic body, and col- collapse. Uh, now, a regular road accident may might have also killed six people, but then th- that is the banality of accident that six people died. Mm. But here there is a, a punching bag and there's an institution, c- c- civic involved. authority, it's a public authority, and 
you can target that that boundary is also important uh, but uh, just like crimes as raman sir pointed out that nirbhaya now it caught to the national outrage because uh, of how it was projected the graphic details if you go to the police diary of a lot of heinous crimes the details are same mm-hmm. means uh, uh, rapes, uh, rapes are very horrific experiences and the, the gruesome detailing yeah. but uh, that caught because of the detailing because mm. of the it horror of the imagination yes. 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 so uh, uh, now uh, yesterday only eight people died uh, after being drowned in a uh, canal in bihar no mm. nobody knows nobody knows mm. a, a canal a, in fact it was also uh, pinned down to the negligence of the irrigation department authorities mm-hmm. but uh, okay eight people died but yes metropolis has that uh, locational advantage of being uh, the mishaps being highlighted why is such news in fact three children they went in uh, to looking for their cricket ball you know it, hmm. in greater noida hmm. uh, so they oh, got yeah. like wahan uh-huh, burnt they got electrocuted, electrocuted. yeah i saw that so um, i mean speaking of jyoti singh's rape uh, who's called nirbhaya um, hmm. is a netflix series has come out and uh, i i'm amazed at the kind of positive reviews it's got i happened to catch two episodes they had a special screening here it is such a shitty series it's a pr job for the delhi police basically because neeraj kumar is the consultant on that edit and he is the one who got the director access it is uh, i mean you can hear my detailed review rant on the awful and awesome entertainment rap but uh, yeah i mean since you brought that up i was just saying that that got such imagination that netflix says that we only take quality content above a certain quality otherwise send it to amazon prime if they believe this is of a quality then obviously netflix is things have come down but it's 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 terrible um and i think it's terrible a it's badly executed it's terrible performances the script is like amateur dramatics but more than that that they've taken the rape and murder of this child this girl into a pr plug for the delhi police made me so angry while watching that shit series uh and one everyone's given great reviews i don't know where the fuck i don't know what the fuck they were watching anyway and one more thing mm. why uh, this bridge collapse could have been uh, you know a local story mm. of international importance bmc is the richest municipality yeah, of yeah. the exactly. world and rich by so, a factor uh, so, of so so if mm. you project the story that way i think it will okay so um we're going to wind up now we'll give you the um, recommendations of our panel but one piece of news which we haven't discussed but we will discuss it next time is that a lokpal seems all set to be appointed before this election uh, we'll do a detailed piece on this what is this lokpal what are its powers and what was the recommended bill that the movement had recommended and does this lokpal have any powers and lady a profile of the people Who are part of it? Because I haven't seen that anywhere. And um, uh, the Mehbi Chokidar campaign, of course, we'll have a song dedicated to that. <laughs> All the ministers, cabinet ministers, have put Mehbi Chokidar, Nitin Gadkari, Mehbi Chokidar, whatever, Nirmal Sitharaman. So everyone's Mehbi Chokidar. Uh, you can, if you're a subscriber and you support independent media, you can say Mehbi Dhobi because we keep stuff clean. So on that note, uh, let's have recommendations for the week. Uh, so let me start with you. Uh, we did an interview uh, with Sahila. 
न्यूज लॉन्ड्री सो आई थिंक आई वुड निधि हैज डन निधि इज ओनली डन इट इज सुबह यू वर आस्किंग व्हेयर शी इज वेल देयर शी इज शी इज वेरी गुड इंटरव्यू एंड दिस इज वन एंड सेकंड आई थिंक दैट स्टोरी बाय आशीष खेतान ऑन असीमानंद इट्स गुड टाइम टू रिविजिट इट गुड टाइम टू रिविजिट इट वाज अ ब्यूटीफुल स्टोरी इट वाज ऑन सेक्शन 164 स्टेटमेंट बाय आई सी अम आई एम गोइंग टू रेकमेंड दिस लिटिल बुक कॉल्ड ऑन टिरनी by Timothy Snyder it's uh, 20 lessons from the 20th century and they're really short like one page essays um i'm just going to read out the introduction to chapter 3 which is beware the one party state the parties that remained states and suppressed rivals were not omnipotent from the start they exploited a historic moment to make political life impossible for their opponents to so support the multi party system and defend the rules of democratic elections vote in local and state elections while you can consider running for office that's one of the things that yes, i want to recommend and those of you who are regular listeners of hafta would remember that i had recommended this book a long time ago and i highly recommend because he's written it keeping trump in mind but it applies to so many people you and i know closely around the world yeah <laughs> yeah anand okay uh, i two recommendations first is uh, pronorize pronorize book uh, mm. the verdict i think uh, uh, i always thought that mr roy uh, wears his scholarship lightly in tv studios Um, and uh, i think uh, that was a loss to a scholarship when he moved to broadcasting mm. because uh, from academics like uh, rajni kothari and uh, csds which he founded he uh, they were academic election studies but cephalology the main streaming of cephalology was somehow uh, that was his achievement roy's achievement along with uh, sir butler um, the, uh, who coined the very term cephalology and uh, so clearly so the book is good because it uh, um, uh, with lot of shallow uh, uh, polling and shallow election studies it uh, the good uh, good election studies are needed to drive out the bad ones mm. so uh, it uh, combines rigor with uh, accessibility and uh, has lot of data regarding the demographics of uh, electorate and uh, uh, the changing trends what are the continuities also so uh, i have written a review you can read why yes. i recommend it second is uh, a piece of uh, again related to election uh, it is a piece of satire about uh, you will see lot in this election parachute candidates mm. who somehow parachute uh, into a constituency to uh, fight an election so it's a piece of satire by one of leading hindi satirists uh, harishankar जनता की आवाज सुन ली है तो ये वैसे ही हुआ कि जैसे मेमना ने चिल्लाया माँ और आ गया भेड़िया तो आपने नहीं बुलाया था आपकी हृदय की आवाज में पॉडकास्ट कॉल हिडन ब्रेन 
it's why partisanship changes how people react to non-controversial statements and gives an example of how a statement that is by let's say Trump is told to you and you of course is American context and you say who do you think said it and they say you know what a wonderful thing it was Kennedy or someone and then later when it's told that it's Trump how it changes how you engage with that statement yeah. so how partisanship actually deeply impacts how we perceive you know vanilla things I mean I think it's an interesting I don't agree with everything it says but it's an interesting kind of insight and way to critically look at one's own Responses, reactions yeah. and if one was to uh, see this in context of this uh, podcast from February it's called One Head Two Brains How the Brains Hemisphere Shape the World We See and it talks about people who are you know it is a thesis of this psychiatrist that people who are left brained tend to see the details because the left brain is more into detailing and the right brain sees a bigger picture and uh, we are in a left brain world and i i kind of see a certain similarity in people who believe in a certain ideology being left brained and people who believe in a certain ideology being right brained and it's an interesting kind of two podcasts that i i highly recommend so on that note thank you maya thank uh, you for coming on the hafta pleasure to listen to your insights um do come again anytime we hope to see you at the media rumble that too yes and um the rest of you do subscribe to news laundry In case you listen to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes or anywhere else, we are newslaundry.com and you can subscribe to us because we don't take advertisements and we have reports, we have podcasts, we have video shows, we have a lot of stuff and we need you to survive and grow and thrive because when the public pays, the public is served. So do subscribe to newslaundry.com and if you're one of those who's changed their Twitter handle to maybe Chokidar uh and some such stuff and if you subscribe to news laundry you can change it to maybe dhobi uh we leave you with this song but before that awful and awesome entertainment rap will have its own channel it will not be available on this channel going forward so do subscribe to the awful and awesome entertainment rap on whichever podcast platform listen to your podcast and also check out our daily podcast daily dose which gives you news rap for the day and we leave you with this song until next week bye bye have fun ye duniya nahi जागीर किसी की ये दुनिया नहीं जागीर किसी की राजा हो या रंग यहाँ तो सब हैं चौकीदार कुछ तो आकर चले गए कुछ जाने को तैयार ये दुनिया नहीं जागीर किसी की All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.